Hey everybody, good morning, happy Tuesday. It's the last Tuesday of the month because tomorrow is January 31st and uh, that's exciting. We got the whole the whole crew back together. Me and Doug, the original duo on the Plant-Based Morning Show, back together after a day off when Isabel filled in uh, and did a very, very good job in my opinion. And the No Athlete radio recording, which I'm going to put up later today, um, was also excellent with Isabel and Matt Tolman the next day. So that was exciting. Uh, lots of good content coming out and uh, a lot of it due to Isabel. So anyway, let's see if Doug can, can be as good. All right, Doug, how's it going? <laughs> we'll see. Hey, Matt, how's it going? I, uh, good. Yeah, I, first of all, I want to say thank you to Isabel for, uh, for filling in for me last week. As, as you so um, eloquently pointed out, my birthday wasn't until Saturday, but I did take a couple of days off uh, early there to, <laughs> to, to yes. celebrate. But I got like you know, a rapper, say, one of those guys who takes a whole week for the birthday party. Yeah. You know, it was really about finding the ski days that there's going to be no crowds. You ski during the week because <laughs> okay. the weekends. We came home on my actual birthday. But um, I got to say, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I'm, I, I have okay. a little my heart was was hurt a little bit. Uh, I listened to the first five minutes of the of the episode, and you know, of course, I expect you to give me a hard time. You know, right. nothing. You, you, I, I can't be disappointed by you because you're always. Uh, I just I don't expect anything uh, but, but negativity. So, <laughs> <laughs> but where was Team Doug in the audience? Phyllis and Gruda Legends were the only ones who stood up for me. <laughs> they did. Come on, they did stand up for you. Those two did. <laughs> they did. I did. But where was Amory? Where was Mr. Jeffrey? Where was Jody? Where was Kate? I, all these people who I thought were loyal Team Doug fighters uh, <laughs> abandoned me. <laughs> it's funny. Actually, the fact that even two people uh, did rush to your rush to your defense made me second guess. I was like, "Were we a little? Was that too harsh on Doug? I don't know. What, I don't really remember what we said." Uh, but I was like, "If we we made Garuda Legend say poor Doug,' or like, come on, he's not here to defend himself.'" I was thinking, did, did we did we step over the line? I don't I don't remember. I don't think so. I think we just said you no. couldn't do five pull ups and you didn't do a good job of uh of working at them. So I don't I don't think that's too bad. <laughs> but no 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 it it, <laughs> I, it was funny it was it, <laughs> you did not step over the line it was it was very funny but um but I did I got a kick out of uh, Phyllis was the first one to step up Lynn Garuda <laughs> and I was just waiting for them to, for like everyone to start piling on there and start. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> But no, no, just uh, <laughs> uh alone. all right. The excuses are coming in. Kate, aka Rivercat, was getting coffee at the time, so she couldn't. Mm, mm. Uh, Amory says they just ignore me at that point, so no need to even <laughs> pick up. And uh, Peter says, We love you, Doug. Don't worry. Okay, all right. Well, there, there we go. go. Thank, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it was fun with Isabel and uh. Like I said, the No Meat Athlete radio episode that we did after that was pretty good too. But we kind of we kind of went into Isabel's story and her history and how she started as mm. a No Meat Athlete radio listener. I asked her who was her like who was her guy? Was she a, a Matt person or a Doug person in those early days of listening? So she revealed that answer. So you will want oh. to uh, check that one out on the No Meat Athlete radio feed. I'll get it up by the time this goes on the podcast tomorrow morning. Uh, you will you can hop right over to No Meat Athlete radio and listen to that episode. Uh, we can hear Isabel's story and uh, how she does these ultra marathons and just her life in general. Some good jokes, some good office references. We had a good time. It was a nice, nice conversation. So I, you know, I bet she was, I bet she was well. too polite to, to be on, on one person's team. She gave a diplomatic answer, but in the end, there was, there was a clear uh, winner, I think it, it sounded like. So people can, 
can listen and hear whoever that was. Uh, the fact that you're bringing it up makes me think it, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now I know. Now I know. <laughs> well, you'll have to listen to know for sure. Uh, all right. So you went skiing. For, so you only went for two days, and then you came home on, on the weekend. Is that right? Yeah, I skied for three days. We went up uh, Wednesday after mm -hmm. school, and um, I skied Wednesday night, and then we our family skied Thursday and Friday, and we came back Saturday. Oh, so you came back and had a nice normal weekend also. So exactly. you got your ski trip. Yeah, got, came a, back. got a short week, got a nice weekend. It was perfect. Weekend. It was great. Good. <clears throat> okay, good. Uh, but I guess it's going to be a full week for you, huh? You're going to be five five days strong unless something comes I don't know. up. I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out how, to, how to avoid that, but right. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Think of something. Okay, well, how did it go? How, how was the Monday skiing night. with the family? Oh, it was great. It was great. The The skiing with the actual kids was, was really fun. Um, but mm -hmm. you know, as I, as I said, um, I think on Wednesday's episode, I had two goals. One was to get as much time skiing as possible. Yep. And the second was to, uh, to try to grind a rail. Right. Which I hadn't done in many, many, many years. And, uh, <laughs> and so I got up, I got up there Wednesday evening and went out by myself. The kids were, uh, back at the condo going to bed and, um, and so I said, you know, this is the perfect time. There's nobody here. The park is empty. No one will laugh at me <laughs> I'm by right. myself. I'm just going to spend the next like hour, hour and a half trying to get back into grinding rails. And, um, you know, surprisingly, I, you know, I just worked at it and progressed at it. And by the end, I was doing maybe like four or five feet. So I wasn't making it all the way down. But, I, you know, I would, I would call I was calling it a success. And I didn't okay. hurt myself. How long is the rail? Me. What's the longest you could go down? Uh, it was probably 10 feet. I was probably okay. getting about halfway down it. Okay. Uh, and then sliding off of it. So not like falling backwards. Right, like that, right. Just okay. Yep. Losing the rail. And uh, and just really felt felt very good about the whole thing. I was like, all right, this is great. This is perfect foundation. I'll build on it for the rest of the weekend. I then went and skied the mountain for a while, uh, a few hours of that. Last run, I was coming down and the park was like off to the side. So I was like, oh, I'll just uh, let me do it one last time. <laughs> Hopped up there. Didn't do the whole like prep thing where I stop and you know, practice like, or like, you know, go through the motions of like, all right, this is how I'm going to land. And this is how right. my body's going to do. I just was skiing and then slowed down a little bit and just hopped on. It was going to be so sick. Anyone who was on the lift right then would have seen me. It would have been epic. Get on there immediately, flying backwards, <laughs> land on my back on the rail oh, no. and get a ski stuck in the snow, like literally just like stuck up and it spins my whole body around. Oh my gosh. And it was, it was, oh, it was terrible. It, not only did, did it hurt, but uh, it just looked ridiculous. And my ski was like stuck and I couldn't like the way, like I was pinned up against the rail, I, I couldn't get it out. It was bad. And so and I stood up and I was like, you know what? This was dumb. <laughs> like, why am I doing this? I can't. I can't injure myself. It's not worth it. Uh, so then I didn't. I didn't try it again. That was the. That was the end of the grinding for the weekend. But mm. you know, I'm. St I'm still glad. Uh, I'm still glad I gave it a go and uh, worked at it for a bit. It was yeah. fun to kind of work at something, you know. Definitely, I wouldn't call it dumb. I think. I think I also would be deterred at that point. I mean, once you have a big thing like that, it's kind of hard. To, hard to bounce back. Maybe and do it again. But I, I bet next trip you'll you'll give it another go. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the season's not over yet, so, right. so there, there you go. When you when you do this grind, do you have to jump jump up onto the rail, or are you just riding a ramp that then like turns into a rail? You jump up on it. You kind of hit it from the side, jump up. I mean, it's the one I was doing was was pretty low to the ground, so it was you know maybe jumping up like 
five inches or something like that. To, so they have built something it. there that you can jump up. Yeah, they on? built a little a little, a little lip for you to okay get some yeah. pop up of. So then when you're in the air, you turn sideways, mm -hmm. and uh, you know you really want to be not not to get too much detail here, but you want to be like leaning forward, kind of leaning with the rail, because if you're you're if you're on your edge, you'll slip right out. And that was what happened in the last time. Right. Gotcha. And people on the lift, do they did they see you do that? I don't know. I was so like, I was so like twisted up. I wasn't paying any attention to, to what what people were thinking. But uh, but it was right. fun. It, and my kids are just like really catching on to it. Especially my Eliza, my older. We were skiing mm -hmm. all weekend, and it's just mm -hmm. it's really fun. It's fun to like have a good uh, have a an, an activity that like you can participate in with your kids. You're not just like teaching them or. Yeah. going down a level for them but actually doing something together definitely very good good glad to hear uh okay good what else doug any other any other weekend um stuff i was I, we were gonna talk about your skiing i didn't actually think about what i did all weekend so i have to gather my thoughts on that uh i truly can't think of what we did all weekend uh <laughs> we did some pasta we made homemade pasta one night that was good mm. uh and had a little uh what kind of cut? Rustic, so. uh whole wheat rigatoni which uh we have a we have a extrude an extruder that hooks up to the to the KitchenAid thing you know stand mixer yeah mm -hmm. um but it's not you know it makes those kind of things. it makes penne uh these are things you can't do by hand really um so that, it was good we had had whole wheat was nice and found a sauce that was meant to go with whole wheat so it was kind of good um man i feel like i i'm just i've not been sleeping well recently and i think i don't have a good uh memory in this instance so anyway maybe maybe it'll come to me what i did this weekend but oh, well, i watched football that was kind of fun watch a little bit of sunday championship oh yeah are you excited for uh the taylor swift super bowl um no i had not actually thought about that i, I did see that she was at the game on <laughs> on against the ravens uh and i was rooting for the ravens because i was you know used oh, to be right. a ravens yeah. fan in baltimore mm -hmm. um so that was disappointing ellery had this like conspiracy theory she had said the past two years, the Super Bowl, the colors, which they released the Super Bowl logo mm -hmm. a year ahead, the colors had matched the teams that were in it. And this year's, if you went by that theory, it was going to be Ravens and 49ers. So I was, oh. I was thinking it was pretty much a lock that the Ravens were going to be in there because it's purple and I think red in the in the logo. Um, but they did not win. So that that puts to rest, I guess, Busted. the conspiracy theory. Or or the NFL is just, you know, they knew they said we can't we can't have this happen a third year in a row. We'll have to make it look like we're not <laughs> fixing the results. And I mean, or nobody it. saw the Taylor Swift, you know, coming at the beginning right. of the year. That's last true. Year. That could have changed the whole the whole situation. They rewrote the whole script. Yeah. You're right. Because follow the money. That's they said we that's gotta right. have yeah, that's actually a really good theory. I don't know if the uh 49ers beat the Lions to get in or not. Uh they did, so they did beat I'm, the Lions, uh, yeah. They did. So they half came true so i think that's that's a good little twist i'll have to present that to her that maybe the taylor swift thing changed the the incentives and the lions were up for like 14 points or 17 points or something yeah like that. they were they had that's it right. unlocked yep um all right so i got a I got unrelated question for you we we all have right. a short uh we have a short show today or a short um group of Lack articles of so, yeah um i was having a debate the other day with uh with someone about where like your vegan cream cheeses, your vegan cheeses, things like that should be located in the grocery store, whether they should be in a dedicated like vegan section mm -hmm. or intermingled within the uh, the non-vegan versions of them. We've talked a little about this in the past, especially about vegan meats. But yeah, um, 
it came up because my mom discovered a, a new vegan cream cheese or like a cheese spread thing that that looks great. Uh, but it was with all the other cheeses and she sent it to me and I'd never heard of it before and I have no idea how long it was there. And so I'm just, you know, like I would have never found it because I just avoid that section altogether. Right. What do you, what do you think one best for vegans and two best for the vegan movement, I guess? Yeah. I mean, well, I think best for vegans, I would just keep it in the vegan spot, right? With the vegan stuff. Cause then mm -hmm. it actually makes shopping easier because you don't have to go to the meat section to get your plant-based sausage. You don't need to go there to the cheese to get your cheese section, but they don't do that with the butter either. If you want to get like Miyoko's butter yeah. or even the, the junky stuff, whatever, uh, I forget what it's called. This earth balance. Uh, you have to go to the actual butter section to find that usually. Right. Um, so I don't know why cheese wouldn't like be the, that wouldn't be the default. But also milk. Cheese, I mean, you know, yeah. like your, your non-dairy yeah, milks are with milk. Your, yep. uh, your just egg is with the eggs. Your yogurts, I think are with the yogurt. Right. They are. Yeah. So like cheese is the exception or has been the exception. It's mm -hmm. in, it's, it's in with the plant-based meats and usually. Meat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the other meats, that's true. Uh, except for the beyond meat, which is always, I guess always, no, you know what? In Whole Foods, some of the beyond stuff is actually with the other plant-based stuff. And that's, I've never thought about that, but that's different at least in the Whole Foods that we go to. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's a good question for the movement. Um, I mean, I, I have to imagine that if you put it with all the other stuff, that's ultimately best. I mean, that'd be the, if you could get to that situation, people might start to view it as just another option of cheese. And right. it wouldn't seem like this kind of, you know, alienated, isolated thing. Um, so, yeah, I think so. I don't know. And I guess you cut down on confusion when you keep it separate. Uh, and we do have a little bit of confusion issue to talk about today regarding oh. just uh, what's come out. Eat Just, is that the company that makes the Just Egg and the uh, Just Meat or whatever the, their cultivated meat branches? Anyway, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I think. I don't know. How about you? Agreed? Yeah, I mean, I, it's nice, like, it's nice just to kind of go to one section and have everything there. But, but I do think, I think it should be integrated more. I think, like, I would rather, I mean, maybe it's in, like, a section of the section, kind of like uh, soy milk is, right, or, or non-dairy milks, or, you know, you have your, your dairy milk and then your non-dairy milk. Um, you know, it'd be nice if the cheese section had your, your dairy cheese and your, your non-dairy cheese. Mm -hmm. Um what if you want to go get 3D printed eel though? You have to go to the, the fishmonger guy and smell all that gross fish and see all those fish heads and everything and then ask for your 3D printed eel? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that's the way to do it. Mm. No, <laughs> no one's going to go to a 3D printed section, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. This is the 3D printed <laughs> aisle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's going to do that. So, I mean, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's, the way, that's the way to do it. I think a lot of a lot of vegans would say, I don't want to get anywhere near that meat department or the fish department. Mm. Fish smells bad. The meat just, you know, you got to see all that stuff. Uh, and people don't like to see that. So yeah, I don't, I, don't I guess that's true. I guess that's but but it's just, but it's weird though. If, we, if we're separate from that, I don't think that's good for the, the diet as a whole. I think, I think right. we want, it makes it me, feel like something else. Right. I think, I think Which, the end game is people eat a whole lot of their, you know, a whole lot of plants. And then some people still eat some meats and whatever. And like everybody eats plant forward diets and there's still, still going to be vegan people. But I think, I think if we want to get the world to be plant forward and like choosing these options, sometimes I just think they're not going to want to go to their own little section for it. It just makes it seem like you're going to the weird, the weird stuff. And I don't think that's, that's not great for the movement. Yeah. I, I tend to agree. And it seems like other people do as well. Jody says, uh, I like one spot together. So it's quicker and easier to shop. That, that's true. Um, hot dog tofu. 
So a separate vegan section is easier, but I like normalizing vegan products. So I think my preference would be integrated. Yeah, that's kind of what we said. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mr. Jeffrey. Um, yeah. It says, doesn't matter, but it has to be consistent. And that's that's hard. That's true. The consistency that's is right. what makes you, sometimes you can be looking all over for stuff because you just don't know how that store does it. Um, so that's a problem. It's like where it's Waldo every time I go to the new store. I hate going to a new store or having to get a list of stuff that is not my typical thing. I'm happy to do the shopping. Yeah. Like if, if I can pitch in, or if Aaron says, Hey, get me these like eight things that we need for baking or whatever. Like I'm not complaining about that, but it is so hard to go there and find things like that you mm -hmm. don't normally get. I just, I just hate it. Uh, it's just, it's just hard. It's infuriating. Terrible thing. It's so weird that, that it's not more standard, you know, like the yeah. grocery stores aren't more. Like peanut butter. You try to find peanut butter in a random grocery store. You just could drop them in the middle of nowhere, find peanut butter in the grocery oh. store. That is really hard to do. And and nuts in general. You know what I never have trouble finding? Peanut butter. Tortilla chips. <laughs> no. They're very easy to find. I just right. use my nose and sniff them out. That's right. Uh, Gruda has a good point here. The... I picked oh, yeah, up a bag pretzels. of pretzels. Yeah, I requested them. I went to the store. Had to get five things. No, I didn't eat But I bought them. I, huh? I gave in. Because they're doing this like low sugar, no sugar challenge. And I thought she can have her pretzels during that. Aren't there sugar? There has to be sugar in pretzels. <laughs> there probably is, actually. I didn't look at about that. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, what there you go. You, you're voting something? with your dollar there, supporting the <laughs> processed pretzels. Yeah. Uh, Gruda has a good point. Uh, he says that the, the biggest issue is what's next to it and the, what it's next to. And the mm -hmm. price, I guess, right? So, like, uh, if if your plant based meat or plant based cheese is twice as expensive as the regular kind, then maybe it's not good to have it right now. Then maybe week. it shouldn't be there, right? That's a good point. Yeah. Over with the other meats. Yeah. Um. All right. There's more here, but uh, <laughs> you're making a strong argument for pickup and delivery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Leave it. Leave it to the professional shoppers to go get the stuff. Mm hmm. Um, okay, good. Well, that uh, I think we've killed enough time there, Doug. We can move on to the actual show now. Um, we got there's a decent article tomorrow about protein that's from Vox, I think. Uh, I didn't touch it today, but it was just a little too much for a Tuesday. Yeah, you know, we we got to ease into the week here. Uh, and, yeah. and Tuesday's the day we ease in. Wednesday we're hitting the swing, and then Thursday we're out. So we're, we're moving out. <laughs> we have one real show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so we'll do that tomorrow. Um, today we have some some lighter content than that. Uh, but here we go with our weather report. Following up from last week, we talked about the barbecue that was planned at Tosh Peterson's uh, house. I didn't know Tosh Peterson before we did the show, started doing the show. But you know, now I do hear about her every now and then. She's an Australian activist. She does uh, you know highly visible protests, always kind of on her own. Uh, but you know, she'll get blood and pour it over herself in a in a kfc or something or she'll be topless or naked somewhere else and like have scars drawn on her body and say wool is painful or something i don't know uh she does all that stuff and people don't like her they they really don't i don't know how what vegans feel about her um but it seems like the the mainstreamers do not like her so they're planning a 500 person barbecue not till may 24th but they're gonna have it outside of her her home in bicton uh which i guess is a suburb of Porth, perth uh anyway she she responded to that and she actually thanked them for bringing visibility to her cause. She said, their protest is just another opportunity for me to bring more attention to these atrocities. So I thank them for that. I feel amazed that my activism has made such a massive impact. It has resulted in an entire group of people who feel so triggered. They call me such names and state that my activism is ridiculous and has no meaningful impact. 
It clearly has made an impact to make so many people want to shut me down and stop me from protesting. And she conceded that she is upset that meat will be grilled outside her home. Uh, but all in all, she's happy that the protest is happening. So, I mean, I guess it's a pretty good response, right? This this kind of seems like a playground uh, argument and somebody sort of figures out how to how to annoy the other side by saying, hey, thanks, you're actually making it better. I don't know. So I don't, I don't know what to make of this, but good for her, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean... I guess it's good that that the word has gotten out enough that uh, not good, but like good for her that you know that the word is getting out enough. But I don't know that people being upset that you're doing something is is uh, is saying that you're doing a good job. If that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, this but this is making her more famous, right? This is definitely adding that's to true. the fame because now mm -hmm. we're talking. Now our audience knows who she is and probably didn't much before this. Um, if you if you live in the U.S. anyway. Um, and that, that increases her platform and her ability to do more. So I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I guess she's kind of right. I, if the oh. barbecue will, I guess it'll still happen. Yeah. What Doug, what's up? You, so a couple of times we've covered uh, vegan activists throwing like soup or something on, on part paint on, on paintings, artwork. Yes. Whatever. Uh, it happened again did. last week, but it wasn't vegan activists this time. And which made me happy. I saw like <laughs> someone throws protesters, throw soup on Mona Lisa but it was uh, it was it was farm workers or something like that. They were um, I don't know some some sort of other protest related to farming, uh, and, and and it just made me a little it like made me a little happy that it wasn't just the vegans. <laughs> was it? Is that? I know I remember talking about soup on paintings before. Was that actually like why would why would a vegan do that just to just to get attention to the movement? Oh, Say, it's hey, all, it's all yeah. It's just about. Attention, yeah. Uh -huh. There's no like symbol that says like this is related to vegan no, issues in no, any way. No. It's just it's just something to get attention, and then you say go vegan or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am glad someone else is doing that. It's not just vegans because that's kind of <laughs> not a great look. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, how does the Mona Lisa recover from that? It just seems like that would be like I mean, the thing's 500 years old. Yeah, I think they have some sort of uh, coating or something on it. They said they were able to to clean it up and, and undamaged. Ah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Why don't they just put like a piece of glass in front of it? I mean, I'd be okay with that. I, I don't need to see the the surface. Have itself. you seen it? No, but I can imagine how it would be with a glass and not not having oh, a piece of glass. British says it's behind it. glass. I don't think I don't oh, know if that's it. true. Maybe it, it is. Seems like it should, but I, I know a lot of those things aren't obviously. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. It's been behind glass since the 1950s. There you go. Okay. Since uh, well, since a visitor poured acid on it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense that you'd want to do that. So this so this protest, then, of pouring soup on it doesn't really do that much. Uh, the, the, no nah, deal. I made headlines, you know? Yeah, I guess. Which is the point. All right, Doug, this one's for you. Your uh, favorite company whose egg you can no longer... Find, give us an update on that. Is the just egg back in Ingles yet, or still not there? No, the liquid is it's gone from shelves entirely. You can okay. still get the frozen pre pre cooked kind. Okay, but who wants to do that? Yeah, so we don't know what has happened to uh, to this company. Um, uh, I think this article calls them beleaguered, perhaps uh, if I am recalling correctly. Uh, it's from Fortune magazine, and they they said. Uh, just Mayo hasn't been on the shelves since 2019, but starting today, I don't know if it's today or 
when this article went up but recently, you can pick up a jar now in two flavors, original and Chipotle in the refrigerated aisle of Whole Foods Market stores um, that will have them competing with Veganase, Sir Kensington's, which is a Unilever product, and Primal Kitchen, which is now owned by Kraft Heinz. Um, apparently, though, I don't. I really don't remember Just Mayo. Do you remember this at all? It launched in 2013. People apparently were very hyped about it. Uh, we talked about it on the show one time. I, I think somebody maybe recommended it. I remember talking about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I have no recollection at all of Just Mayo. But anyway, um, this was kind of early days, I guess, for the for the controversy stuff. But at that point, uh, after it was getting a lot of press, uh, Unilever said they filed a lawsuit saying that you can't use the term mayo if it doesn't have eggs in it. It, it implies the use of the egg, so illegal. Mm. Um, eventually, they backed down, meaning, I guess, Eat Just, that the company, yeah, Eat Just. Uh, they won the, at least they won. It wasn't, it was, I don't know if they actually went to court, but they did back down. Um, but then the employees of Eat Just were spotted, uh, and I guess, I don't know if they were, how they were caught, but they were buying up jars in an effort to boost sales. And <laughs> shortly after, Target ended the relationship um, and got rid of the products. And then it says, add in negative margins for the ultimate fail. So I don't know what exactly happened, but uh, this company, you know, we talked about them a few months ago, owing $100 million to some supplier and being sued mm -hmm. for that. Um, and then uh, with all that, they're also getting into the, well, that's part of it, but they're getting into the cultivated meat game as well. Uh, I think they have the, they have one of the two patents, right? Or two uh, approvals to do yep, cultivated meat. Right. Uh, so like they're one of the two major players in that game in the U.S. right now. Um, and that I think is, I think it's related to that where their hundred million dollars of debt came from. It was like from a bioreactor supplier. So anyway, uh, I mean, they, they do keep trying new stuff and, and they don't seem deterred by these problems, but, uh, maybe one day we'll see a Netflix docu series on them, like on <laughs> maybe about employees wearing all black and hoodies, like sneaking into targets to buy up all the <laughs> yeah. just mayo. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So there you go. That's your weather report. Uh, are you going to go buy just mayo, Doug? Are you excited about that? I would that? try it. Sure. We always have mayo in the in the fridge. I don't use it all that often, but we always have it. Yeah, we often have it too for different recipes and things that use it. Mm -hmm. And I think we usually get veganese. They have yeah, like that's an what olive we get. Oil not, veganese, like, it gets really liquidy when it's like bottom third. Uh-huh. To yeah. the point where it's kind of gross to me. So I would try it. Try a different one. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Good. Well, I think they'll right. I think they'll be using the mung beans, maybe, in the mayo. Oh. I'm not sure. That'd be cool. <laughs> uh Jeff Hudnall says just egg in the cardboard container is back and available near me. I have not even seen that. That's great. And then Mr. Hmm. Jeffrey says I found liquid just egg way better, but the shelf life was pathetic. Hmm. Um, there you go. Oh, Hellman's, yeah. Anti Melanie, Hellman. new uh, new commenter, I think. Anti Melanie says, "I usually get Hellman's vegan mayo." Did you say Hillman's, Doug? Is that how you pronounce that? That would be consistent <laughs> with Hellman and Hillman. So there we go. At least it's consistent. I didn't say Hillman's, did I? <laughs> I really think you did. Uh, I'm not just sure. now. But I don't think I said it at all. Oh, you didn't? I thought you read her thing and said Hillman's. Oh, I heard maybe that. I did. I'm not sure. Look, Jeff Hudnall. I might have. I, I probably did. I probably <laughs> See, did. See, that's a little different because we know a guy named Sid Garza Hillman. So you've, you've said that thousands of times in your life. So it'd be easy to just yeah, make yeah. that replacement. To say Hillman instead and, of and Hillman. And Hillman, Hillman Brewery. I buy that beer right. a lot. 
it's a common word. Easy for you to make that swap. I mean, still a little strange, but easy to do that. Uh, <laughs> but to say helmet instead of helmet, I just I just can't get past that one. I just don't understand how that's possible that a human would do that. Uh, also, I thought of a new store that had an S at the end. When people say, and I bet you do this, do you say all these? We're, we're going to all these for this for this or Lidl's? I probably say all these, yeah. Do or you? Aldi. I'm going to Aldi. Let's go to my Aldi. Dad says, my dad says all these, I think. I bet I say all these. There's something about grocery stores that people do it with. Kroger's. Uh-huh. And then Stephen gave us some other example. I, mean, I think I think people just like the idea of a family family grocer. And we just say, this is their shop. So mm-hmm. we're going to it. We're going Piggly to all these, all these spots. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place called Weiss Market up in Baltimore. I don't know where else it is. But people call that Weiss's. I don't understand people. You know, I didn't. I just so last week we were talking about uh, that app where you could take a picture of like the animal, yes. the yep. mascot yep. animal, made by um, Notco. Piggly Wiggly is a great example of that. The cute pig, Piggly Wiggly. Right. Yeah, but yeah, they probably like, have. It. They're selling, you know, bacon and all these slaughtered pigs. Um, it's funny. I didn't so even here's like, question. consider is... actually downloading the app when we read it. We read about it. It was in the U.S. Like it did not cross my mind that I should actually go get that app and try it. But I'm gonna do that. You should. So is Hillman, yeah. Hellman is Hellman's Hellman's. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely would have said Hellman's for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> is Hellman's with an S or is it? That that actually is. Yeah, that is Hellman's. Okay. Yeah, because bring out the Hellman's and bring out the best. This was their old thing. Yep, that's Hellman's. So some of these are easy mistake to make, I guess, uh, unless you actually read and just read the sign of the store. And if it has an S, you say an S, and if it doesn't, you don't. But some people, that's that's too much, I guess. All right, uh, on to the uh, big article today. This I, I like this when I got it and chose it, and then like in the last ten minutes before the show, I actually read it and I started thinking, I don't know if this is a good article or not. It's uh, a bad article. Man. It's, <laughs> it's from AOL.com, which I guess is a tip off that I forgot that site. I mean, I didn't know that existed anymore. Honestly, uh, I thought that went away with with you know the, the DVDs or CDs I used to mail out for a month of free internet access. Uh, but no, the ALL is still cranking, I guess, still doing the thing. Um, this is the 15 healthiest vegan fast food orders, according to dietitians. So I saw this and I thought that sounds pretty good. Uh, I like, I like the idea of vegan fast food. I think that's one of the future paths that mm-hmm. vegan, you know, mainstream food might, might work. Um, and I thought that's good. I get, I get vegan fast food a lot, so I'd like to know what's healthy because it doesn't seem like almost any of it is. Uh, here's their list. I, I, I threw it up the on, the, uh, on the YouTube screen if anybody wants to. Okay. To view. All right, good. Uh, number one, Wendy's apple pecan salad. And if I'm not mistaken, this picture that they chose here has chicken pieces in it, right? And it looks like blue cheese. And blue cheese, yeah. So they mentioned you can remove those things, but you get rid of those, and then you're left with the salad with apples and cranberries on it. Um, oh, and you can't get the roasted pecans either because they contain lactose. <laughs> So you're getting here lettuce, apples, spring mix, dried cranberries, pomegranate, and vinaigrette. Uh, oh, you can ask for avocado too. So that actually would would be a substantial upgrade if you could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's fine. It's just a salad though, and it's it's not. There's not. I mean, well, the the apples help, and the avocado would definitely help in terms of making it something that would fill you up and provide some some calories for you. Uh, but yeah, I can see how that would be a healthy option. It's not a great option, but it's healthy. A healthy. But not good, not satisfying, and that's that's no, the really uh, want, that's the theme of this of this uh, list here. <laughs> yeah, except when they swing completely the opposite direction and put things like Burger King Impossible Burger number two, uh, 
I just don't, it's just like, I, I guess you can put this on a vegan list. I, I don't see how you can call this a healthy thing. If, if the list is ranked and you're going to put this down at 15, makes sense. But I, I can't tell if the list is ranked. It's number two. I'm just confused. Um, they mentioned that it has 1,350 grams of sodium. Mm. Actually, they mean they mean milligrams of sodium. Uh, they did put a little M, and then they said gram. So I don't know what they meant there. But uh, anyway, that's still too much sodium for one meal. Um, you know, they, they talk about the protein, so I guess I guess that's good. Um, but it comes with a lot of saturated fat too, less than a real burger, but still. So I mean, I don't know. I guess we kind of already knew about that one. Number three, this is a good option. It's it still has the problem of not being that filling, but no, Chick Fil A kale crunch salad. How is you this, like this one? It's a good option. It, because it tastes good and it's it's actually no. like a nice thing. A kale salad to me is different from a, a lettuce salad. It's like it's more. It, it feels more substantial. Feels like it has more uh, more calories in it. I don't really know if it does. Here, let's see. It has 120 calories. The other one had 170. So that is wrong. Um, but anyway, it's it's kind of good. And if your friends are stopping at Chick Fil A or whatever, you can go get that. I've done it is before. It, is it just a and, side though, or is it like a, a full meal? It's just a side salad. Yeah, uh, but you can get two of them, so it's it's small. Um, it does have little, uh, you know, slivered almonds or whatever they are in there. Um, so it's it's okay, but it, it's it's a tasty thing. The dressing is good. Okay, and you get some cabbage. All right, number four, uh, Panera Bread Baja Bowl. By the way, at the beginning of this, they give you a tip that says stay away from the fries. And that's that's difficult, right? Like if I'm going to go get that mm -hmm. uh, that kale salad, I'm going to get some fries with it so that it feels like I, I got a fast food meal and yeah. also had a salad. Um, but anyway, they tell you to watch out for the fries, and they say watch out for fried meat substitutes, so stay away from those as well. Um, all right, moving on, I think. Yeah, Panera Bread's Baja Bowl. This uh, looks okay. It's, it's rice and avocado and some black beans and tomatoes and things. But then you have to remove the dairy things, which means uh, feta cheese and Greek yogurt are out. It looks like there's some kind of green sauce you're left with that I'm surprised is not a dairy thing. Um, but that would be okay. I I wouldn't mind eating that thing if, if I had to. I don't really call Panera fast food, though. Is that the Greek yogurt? No, the the white dollop. Is I think the white is the yogurt, yeah. Okay. And then feta cheese, which, yeah, you can see the crumbles on there. So, yeah, I think you still get that Greek or that green stuff. Hmm. Anyway, Panera to me doesn't belong on a fast food menu because if, if that's allowed, then I'm going to Chipotle instead and I'm getting a whole menu of good options. That's a good point. Fair. So that one we have to strike from the record. Number five, Taco Bell Crunch or Black Bean Crunch Wrap Supreme. This is odd because I've never heard of it. It's called the Crunch Wrap Supreme. I've only known that it's the Black Bean Crunch Wrap. Uh, I don't know if you get it. I mean, I thought Supreme was like a different thing. Anyway, um, you order it fresco style, as we all know. And that's how you get rid of the dairy-based ingredients and you get pico de gallo. Um, yeah, this is good. This is the best thing you can get at Taco Bell, in my opinion. I don't know if it's healthy. It's still healthy, yes, maybe, but I don't know about healthy. Um, you like crunch wraps, Doug? You must. It has a corn tortilla inside. Come on, Matt. Do I like crunch wraps? <laughs> I don't really know. I mean, we've talked we, you don't like Taco Bell as much as much as I do. It, the crunch wrap was the was the culprit of my uh of my oh, that's okay. That's what had the meat in it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the one that had meat in it. <laughs> I ordered, okay. the, I ordered the black bean crunch wrap and I got one with meat in it. Um, <laughs> and you haven't been back since. And right? I haven't been back since. That's right. Uh, but you know, I, I did. I did like them, and I probably would get. I, I'm sure I will get one again uh, before too long. Yeah. All right. Next up, this is maybe my favorite item on the list, and it's underrated. Uh, the Subway Veggie Delight. No. People 
People don't like Subway. They they get mad that the vegetables aren't organic. Big deal. I know the bread's not technically bread in any legal sense in some sort of UK lawsuit or something where they <laughs> right? can't actually call this stuff bread. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you go, if you're hungry and you go get one of these things, it's six, especially if you get a 12-inch, Veggie Delight Sub, get some oil and vinegar on there. I don't know what kind of oil it is. It's probably not olive oil for sure. Or it's not extra virgin, I'm sure. Uh, salt and pepper, and then all these veggies. It's actually a really good thing. It tastes It's like a big salad, but you get some bread with it. And it, somehow it? it's filling. Uh, no, I don't toast that bread. I don't. Does somebody even do toasted breads? Yeah. I guess they do. They warm up the breads first, right? Mm-hmm. I don't really remember. I think I don't. But anyway, See, that, uh, ju- that just doesn't really look like good that. to me at all. Have you had it though? You got to try it. I, you got to get the salt, pepper, oil, and vinegar. Probably since I've been vegan. <laughs> Didn't you write that uh, article on Omni Athlete about the subway? Yeah, that's when I was vegetarian though. Yeah. Oh, now vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, I think we heard that the subway patty was coming back or was becoming vegan mm-hmm. again. The veggie patty thing. I haven't really considered that. No one would I really want that. I, I, I honestly think this is better. Um, but that would be more filling. So you don't like that choice, but I do. No, I'm not attracted to this. Mr. Jeffrey says he likes Subway. It's good, consistent, and cheap. There's better options, but it's uh, not not as convenient. And uh, Kate says it'd be better that... over salad, which I would agree. Yes, I, I would, would agree with that. I've always held that Subway is one of the least consistent uh, fast food choices you can make because mm-hmm. you can get major variations if you go to like a gas station subway uh or one in a college town that's run by you know college kids versus one that's in a more like professional setting they're massively different qualities of (laughs) food and the sandwiches that come out and they're just very different yeah um anyway uh number seven quiznos yeah they they it was like that was like the hot item for a while and then it just went away and like no one heard about it anymore they always toasted things they had that little like uh conveyor belt that three-pronged like uh sauce dispenser thing oh, remember that yeah. and instead of like, yeah, 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 put yeah. Out, like three uh-huh. strips in a row and the conveyor belt went through the hot yeah, thing i still love quizness yeah i mean it's pretty good mm-hmm. oh yeah i don't know what i don't know why they're not maybe they're just not on our radar anymore because nothing vegan is going to be good once you put it through that conveyor belt i guess through that heat thing mm. i don't know anyway on to the next number seven starbucks rolled and steel cut oatmeal <clears throat> i'm not an oatmeal eater uh they say mm. as long as it's not made with milk you can't go wrong uh, luckily theirs isn't made with any dairy. Is that right? You, you can just get oatmeal at Starbucks and like, you don't need to specify to do a vegan version. You just get, you just get it however it is. And it's vegan. I don't know. guess so. sounds like it. According to AOL, trusted <laughs> yep. source. <laughs> yeah. All things uh, okay. Vegan. So there's that one. Uh, this one, I don't know about Sonic soft pretzel twist. Now they do apologize. They say that, uh, vegan options are limited at Sonic. I mean, this doesn't belong on a healthy fast food options list it's just Not, this is a, most this is a, of this doesn't belong on a healthy <laughs> fast food list <laughs> yeah but like a salad i can well see half of it. yeah mm-hmm. so some of this mm-hmm. this this one to me like you're you're doing your health you're you're going negative in the health department if you eat this it's not i'm not saying it wouldn't fill you up and it might you might need that in a pinch i'm just it just doesn't fit in a in a healthy list at all like you, i can find like they don't have Only side of refried meat. Is that why? <laughs> yeah. If this if this was a toasted bread or something like that, I think it stems from the same place. I think I think pretzels are just nothing but salt. In this case, it's probably oil and and white mm-hmm. flour, and they're terrible. There's nothing good about them. But if this makes a list, you have to put uh, Taco Bell. Delicious taste. Yeah, right. I know, but that's not that's not what this list is about. It doesn't say anything about delicious. It says 15 healthiest vegan fast food orders. 
<laughs> so anyway, to me, like you can go to Taco Bell and get a side of refried beans or a side of black beans, right? If we're talking about dumb sides, those things should be on here instead of a, a pretzel twist. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. if you do decide to get this, you can't get the nacho cheese on it, uh, which is a different packet that you would not get. Um, but that'd be fine. Then a little healthier, I guess. All right, number nine, KFC sweet kernel corn. So, uh, I mean, this is surely is out of a huge can or something. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. it was frozen. I don't know. It's not cooked in butter. So, yeah, I mean, healthy, I guess. Right? GMO so for sure. See, this is now at this point, we're just getting into random sides. At, <laughs> at they, they wanted one item from all the major fast food restaurants. And they're just, I mean, like, a, okay, a side of corn. Yeah, I'm going to go to KFC <laughs> and get my side of corn. No, thank you. Pass. Right. Yeah, right. Who would do that? I mean, I, I can understand stopping and talking about getting a side of beans. It's just sort of a meal. You're not just yeah. going to go get corn. Right? It's the only thing you can get at KFC. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. All right, number 10, Carl's Jr. Beyond Famous Star Burger. I thought this was gone, the, the Carl's Jr. Burger, um, the Beyond Burger. But I guess it's not. I had one once, and it was pretty good. Uh, it's just a Beyond Burger, but mm -hmm. for whatever reason, it was good. So I, I looked it up when I was looking through this list in preparation, um, and uh, it's gone from Hardee's, but it's not gone from Carl's Jr. Okay. Which what's the difference between Hardee's and Carl's Jr.? Their websites are literally the exact same, except for um, except for the logos, and also this item. <laughs> <laughs> but like everything else is pretty. Why much did nice. they make two restaurants? I wondered, like to have the same exact thing. I don't know. I have no idea. It doesn't make sense. All it's right. It's regional. I mean, Hardee's is the, you know, the East Coast and Carl's Jr. Oh, is that Coast. right? Okay. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a Carl's Jr. in Nashville, I think. And maybe it was, maybe it was uh, Hardee's and I was just confused. That's yeah, I, I got there's there. Carl's Jr. anywhere around here. Okay. Well, I guess that explains it a little bit. Just not, not that much, but a little bit. All right. Number 11, Panda Express Veggie Spring Roll. They told us in the intro to stay away from fried things. So I don't know what they're doing here uh, because this is, this is fried <laughs> rice paper. For sure. Uh, contains a ton of veggies. I guess that's good. Um, Cross-contamination in the fryers. So you got to be okay with that. And this is in the this is in the post uh, Beyond Orange Chicken days era. So no, this is what you're stuck no, with at Panda Express now. Who knows what happened in there? That's a great mystery. The glory days of Orange Chicken. Man, that was the glory days of this show. I mean, everything was good back then. We loved the plant-based meat. That was the That was like carrying the flag. Mm -hmm. and now it's we got gone. we got along okay yeah, yeah. right <laughs> now everything's yeah. just going to go yeah. to hell we were doing five days a week i mean we were just we were just yeah. just hide live i don't know just riding the wave now <laughs> now we're not all right uh jack in the box side side i don't know where you get find a jack in the box i don't think we have do we have jack in the box here doug i think so yeah they had yeah. the big thing in the 80s the big uh scare where people were dying from yeah, so, people. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't think ever shake that. Actually. For me, they will never shake that that reputation. It's just permanently in my memory. Uh, mm -hmm. But I guess they've bounced back enough to survive. So there's that. Uh, next, thirteen Popeyes unsweetened tea. Probably the only thing you can get at Popeyes. Again, fitting your theory of one thing from every thing from every restaurant. It's all you got. It's the only thing at Popeyes. I mean, tea's healthy, I guess, if it's unsweetened. Uh, 14. They had to leave fries off of this so they could do some other stuff. <laughs> That's what they did. Uh, 14. Dunkin' Donuts English muffin. Just plain old English muffin here. You can't have any butter or cheese. And there's no avocado anymore at Dunkin'. 
the glory days are are beyond behind that's not true I had an avocado sandwich at Duncan not that long ago. I'm really uh, starting to just... wonder about the, how, when this article was actually written. Uh, oh, it came, from, it came from Eat This, Not That, by the way. It's on AOL.com, but I guess they pulled it from Eat This, hmm. Not That. Uh, it says it was written just yesterday. I, I kind of find that hard to believe. It seems outdated. Yeah, I had avocado toast from Duncan not like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Well, maybe you can get that on English Muffin then if you wanted. Avocado taste, toast sounds like a pretty healthy option. That should have made this list. Uh Mm-hmm. Better than this. And finally, number 15, maybe the healthiest thing on here as far as like actually <laughs> providing, well, here's, it only has 15 calories. McDonald's apple slices. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I assume the only ingredient is apples here. Maybe they put some sort of preservative. No way. You Definitely think they put preservative? False. What? Uh-huh. There has to be preserved because they're pre they're pre-sliced. They're in a package. You're right. And they're not brown. They definitely there has to be pumped with something. You're right. Maybe lemon juice. Maybe. No. Uh, well, somehow it only has 15 calories, which seems like you're getting about a tenth of an apple in that in that thing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but that's that's what you got. So anyway, I mean, that, I don't know if you had to, if you had to eat one of these things only for the rest of your life and you had to survive. Well, I probably picked a veggie thing from Subway. Pretzel, baby. Not all yeah uh yeah so the apple the apples have apples and calcium as a sorbate a blend of calcium and vitamin c okay you know i so i do apple slices for my kids lunch almost every day Mm -hmm. yeah i toss it in lemon juice and it uh, makes a big difference oh yeah you leave the peel on or do you peel that peel off for them we peel on but but slice it go pre-slice it yeah and the lemon juice just prevents uh the browning oxidation yeah keeps it a little yeah. crisper at least and and the browning yeah but cold water I heard, like I heard dr water. gregor once say that he thought uh an apple was if you could only have like one fruit ever like he said that was your hmm. that was your healthiest choice which i thought was good mm-hmm. i don't i don't really eat apples that much i don't like them they Apple hurt my day. teeth usually. it's the doctor way right i mean yeah a lot of those things have have something to them yeah uh but yeah i guess i should eat more apples all right. Uh, meanwhile, people have been talking a little bit about stuff. Uh, Mr. Jeffrey points out that I should still have some orange chicken left over that I could send people. That's true. <laughs> Somehow I spent $48 on, on the orange chicken that day, and I got a huge bucket of it. It lasted for weeks. Did uh, you ever get it again, or was that the only time you got it? No, I did get it a couple more times after that. But we had it all week, like for dinners and stuff. <laughs> um, falafel sub in Subway. I guess Publix isn't uh, vegan, but I mean, isn't fast food, but that Publix no. deli sandwich thing, that turkey, that is so good that I haven't had it in a while, but that whatever it's called, vegan turkey club or something like that, that's a great, a great road stop. If you need to get out of the car a little bit, get something. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're not in a huge rush, grocery stores are the way to go. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. For sure. Healthiest choice you can make. And you get to walk mm-hmm. around a little bit. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. Get some corn chips. All right. Time to go. Uh, we made it for the whole show with very little content. So congratulations, Doug. We did it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Talk about something more in depth. If nothing else, we'll talk about this protein article, which I think is good. Uh, it actually prompted me to watch another. I watched a Dr. Christopher Garden and some other guy on <laughs> Simon Hill's podcast on The Proof. Watched a good bit of that interview. 
about protein, which I think I think Anne Marie had recommended a while ago. Anyway, uh, so we'll get into that tomorrow, and we'll get into some other stuff as well. I'm sure we'll see what more news has developed. In the meantime, enjoy your Tuesday, and we will see you Wednesday. And shout out to again to Phyllis and Garuda and everybody else. <laughs> Everyone We're else, is, they're dead to you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys. Bye, guys.